This Connect podcast series is brought to you by Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome. I'm Karen Cole, Editor-in-Chief of Talent Talks and Life Online. Welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to have Marissa Volheim join us uh, today and to really speak to us about the topic of grief. Now, Marissa is a fantastic, holistic entrepreneur and, and particularly a grief counselor and runs an incredible program helping people to cope with grief. But I'll give her a minute just to introduce herself and maybe just tell us a little bit about her background and how she came to actually be delivering workshops on grief. So welcome, Marissa. Good morning, Karen, and everyone tuning in. It's an honor and pleasure for me to be here. Um, as you know, my name's Marissa. And yes, I've been doing work with loss, whether it's death and dying, whether it's grief, whether it's um, divorce, whether it's inner child work. I've been working with loss for many, many years, and it's been a wonderful teacher for me. And so it has given me so much experience to be able to share to, with people now. Marissa, so our, really our podcast title for this uh, series is really, you know, what we've called it is, is what we are feeling is, is grief. And I think, you know, uh, it, it just really sums that up. We have lost so much during this time, but also gained so much. But it definitely, for me at least, I can understand how that emotion is grief. Uh, from your perspective, why would you say that what we're feeling right now is grief? Well, grief is such a vast, vast topic and it covers such a big piece of ground. And I think that's why people become so confused. I don't think that it is related to loss because those different stages that we experience when we experience grief um, is so different sometimes. So from swinging to from denial, which, which can be as if you're aloof, whereas if you you are in a fantasy world and you don't really realize the, the seriousness of it to the next minute being absolutely frustrated and irritated and angry and wanting to blame something for what it is you're feeling to jumping to bargaining where we, we want to make a difference. We want to do something about this. Can't just sit here and do nothing. Let's do something and so we start exploring many options and many different choices to cope and to deal with this or to even um, validate this loss away. And so um, we, we do all kinds of bargaining tricks. And then to hit that reality and to face and to feel the loss and to really just be in its midst, which puts us into that stage of depression um, and if we are constantly bombarded with um, loss, because so often we experience multiple losses, it starts with one and then it develops, it becomes a way of life. And we so easily can shift to a place outside of the stages of loss, which we call resignation, where we think we've accepted, but actually we've just well, what can I do? I have to accept it. We think it is acceptance, but we actually get stuck in a place and we don't actually make a decision. So 
when you look around you and you look at people and how they're coping, you can see the denial and the anger and the bargaining and the depression and the resignation. And that's why I know we are all grieving. I think what you've just said is really powerful because I think, you know, definitely just from our own experience, having, you know, through this time, those extreme ups and downs and, you know, you can't kind of don't know which way to go anymore. And then, you know, just all these different emotions at different times, but you touched on something for me that, that really took it and it is almost a, a resignation. It is a feeling of resignation a lot of the time because we're so, you know, the decision-making process around, you know, whether countries are open or borders are open, et cetera, or what those bigger impacts are, whether we can go to work or not, are things that are just so beyond our control that I think it is a lot of people are feeling this resignation. What is the danger of being stuck there? So we become procrastinated almost. And it happens when we experience a chronic situation. Um, you know, when you have a chronic disease or a chronic pain, you learn to live with it, but you're not really having quality of life. That doesn't mean you've really accepted it and really doing everything you can. So the danger is, is that we forget we have a choice. And we start giving up. We give up our choice. We give up our power. We give up on ourselves. And sometimes that can push us into a darkness, into a stuckness, and we feel dead inside. Um, we call it the living dead. Um, and yes, it can even lead to suicide because death is not the issue. Facing and living life the way it is becomes the issue. And so death becomes attractive. Oh, and I suppose that would then correspond with, you know, the high suicide rates that we're seeing at the moment as well. I guess so. Look, we can, you can commit suicide whilst in any stage. Um, please understand me correctly. But I think that the resignation is, is really a stage where we, we feel isolated. We forget that we have choices and power to, to participate in the grief. So we just float, you know, we float and float. And there's a beautiful saying that says, some of us die at 17, but we only get buried at 72. And that's how long we can actually float. You know, people wake up one day and say, my God, it's been 14 years and I, I can't believe I still haven't done this or said this or I've wasted time because it is because denial can push us into resignation. Anger can push us into resignation. Depression can push us into resignation. So it, it is a very stuck place. Absolutely. So let's explore then this, you know, over the pandemic, and if we define that as a period in which we, we have lost, we have lost a lot during this time, how would it typically affect us? What are the kind of things we can expect to to see or do, or how do we frame that loss? I think it's important to, to really explore. E each one of us will have different perceptions of the losses that we are experiencing. You know, for the fact that we can't hug each other is a huge loss. That personal contact that we can't have with each other, I think, has a huge impact. And so we start isolating and we start believing that we can live without it and we don't actually holistically look at how does this choice 
impact my life and what can I do to support myself? So we go into resignation about that. Then it's about work and not even being able to work at, at our normal workplaces, but having to work from home. Um, we have to become very independent. And, and yes, there are also strengths in these losses. And that's what we have to continuously look at because no loss happens to us that doesn't also provide us with a gift or a lesson or a strength that we discover within ourselves. So I think it's so important to regularly review what losses are we experiencing now? Um, how have we dealt with it? What, what good has come from this? Um, because sometimes recognizing, wow, actually, if it wasn't for this loss, I wouldn't have discovered that. We can actually move on and, and embrace life again, else we just get stuck. So I think unpacking the loss really looking at what is it that I've lost? How does it make me feel? How does it make me behave? What does this loss need? Those kind of questions to ourselves helps us to explore and understand ourselves and how this loss has impacted me physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Absolutely. And, and what you were just mentioning there, is that what you're referring to in terms of us participating in our grief? And I think, you know, I just want to explore that a little bit more because I think that's incredibly powerful because a lot of us, you know, when you are in that grieving process, you kind of just want to shut down and, 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 and wait for this wave to kind of wash over you. But how does one actually then participate in this grief? How do you, how do you reframe this loss experience from completely negative into trying to find those, those positive moments or those positive lessons? I think it's a very important question, Karen, because I think we can feel out of control. We can feel like, well, I don't have a choice. I didn't invite death and yet it's arrived. Or I haven't invited this pandemic, but it's influencing my life. So we can easily go into that feeling of no control. But I think it's important to, to take stock, um, to, un, to unpack and ask ourselves certain questions, you know, is what is the reality here and how is it affecting me? I think to, to almost create a care plan for oneself, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and socially, is to look at how has this loss affected my body? And it may have nothing, but it, there may be stuff there. <clears throat> then to say, well, how has this loss impacted and affected my mind, my thoughts, my perceptions, my attitudes? Without judgment, we have to just observe and look into ourselves and actually see how has this loss impacted my emotional being? What emotions are mostly open at the moment? What is over? over-controlling or taking more time or space within me emotionally? And how am I coping with that? And what is that needing? How has this had an impact on my spirituality? And how has this had an impact on my social life? And I think if you allow yourself to really identify and just explore and acknowledge, one would realize why, why one is not feeling oneself why one is feeling overwhelmed or confused or 
just not knowing where you are because that will give you guidance. And then it's about coming in as an observer into your own life and saying, all right, so what, do I, what does my body need? What does my mind and my thoughts need? What changes do I have to make? What must I adjust? And, and what emotions, what must I do with this emotion? What expression can I allow for this emotion? Um, and to con- stay connected to one's spirit is where one allows inspiration to flow through towards our healing journey. And so one has to work on that relationship with oneself. Socially, one has to establish new contracts with each other and relationships. We have to have new ways of connecting with each other that is still meaningful. So as much as we lose stuff, a lot of potentials and opportunities arise itself if we allow ourselves to unpack it. Absolutely. And I think that is really, really powerful. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to, over the remainder of the series, exploring uh, this obviously in a lot more detail, but also around some of the, the tips and tools around how we can really manage this emotion and manage this uh, journey that we're on and really transform it into something positive. Uh, thank you, Marissa. I know you run several workshops um, focused specifically on grief and will, of course, include those details into the Talent Talks publication available on talenttalks.net uh, just so people can have a look at, at what, you know, what you're able to offer in this space. And then also to tune in you know, when we broadcast uh, series or episode two. So really looking forward to our future conversations with you. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much.